Hello, this is Inner Circle, your podcast for the Circle Channel 4's reality TV show, which everyone's saying is somewhere between Big Brother and Black Mirror. Ants here as well. Open group chat. <laughs> and just in case you missed any of today's episode, he's going to sum up exactly what happened Sunday night in 30 seconds. Here's your circle in 30. So the fallout from Mitchell leaving could spell major changes in the circle. Kate Sean and Aidan had a group chat that couldn't have gone any worse if Donald Trump had been in it, but things did get worse for Alex, who had no idea who Little Mix were, which left Sean and Freddie suspecting Kate is not who Alex says she is, and he started getting desperate. Janelle told Dan about her baby, and not all that psychic Ryan joined the circle and had a hangout with Freddie. We also learned that Aidan can't use a straw, Freddie can't eat bacon, and that Alex has never upset two women at the same time. Well, something tells me he's about to smash his record. <laughs> Nicely done. There was a lot in today's episode, including that moment where Freddie couldn't find his mouth with bacon, which is unbelievable because, <laughs> I mean, actually anything can find that mouth. Yeah. And the thing is as well, that's his signature dish, as we learned in an earlier episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm re- actually really starting to worry about Freddie's diet. I mean, I'm, I'm vegan, so I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of eating meat. But just the fact, it just seems to be the only thing that he can make and the only thing that we've seen him eat. Speaking of diets, though, that kind of moves nicely into my favourite tweet from this episode, which was from at Alex Ross Daniels, who said, Aiden is claiming Alexandra from Love Island's throne as the pot noodle princess. And it's true, Aiden is eating absolutely nothing but pot noodles in. I mean, I didn't realise pot noodle princess was an official member of the monarchy, but she's eating nothing but pot noodles in there. I can't wait for the diet book slash DVD to come out of it. You know, <laughs> look like them on the circle. The pot noodle diet, the bacon diet. She is at that age where you could just eat whatever you like and get away with it. But it does make me think also, is there an element of product placement going in with this TV show? I've seen a few things where they've had branded items. You had the face masks in one of the early episodes. They were all right. inexplicably wearing face masks for an episode. You've got pot noodles going down like anything. I think Channel 4 might be getting a little bit of backhanders from a, from a few brands every now and again to get their products on this show. Is bacon a brand? <laughs> but we're moving away from my favourite tweet of tonight, which is possibly my favourite tweet of the series so far. It comes from at Jake Alford PFC. My cousin in Canada has just messaged me asking, is everything all right over here? Because he heard Freddie screaming. So I've got no idea <laughs> how they're not all hearing it in the same block. It is incredible. It's one of the mysteries of this series. It's going to go down as one of the mysteries of all time. Maybe that is the product placement. Maybe the circle is actually a big <laughs> advert for soundproofing. Maybe. Maybe you've got something there. Well, I'm glad you filled us in on the show in 30 seconds because I missed the first 15 minutes of tonight's episode because I was watching The Bodyguard on BBC One, which was excellent. It was a final series. So that <laughs> what was a, really what a, good. What a great supporting t- podcast to a TV show <laughs> to open it up and go, hello, I'm Jim, your host, and I've been watching a different show entirely. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but we have got to catch up on Friday night's episode as well because we saw Mitchell leaving on Friday night. Were you shocked that Mitchell went? At, at this stage, it was it was hard to tell because he, he was a bit kind of vanilla. Even though he sort of... But he was being himself. That's the weird thing, isn't it? He was one of the people who was playing it. I mean, whether you thought he was a hashtag dickhead or not, it didn't matter because he was being himself. And I'm sure he's as much of a dickhead outside as he was in yeah, there. Yeah, well, then it's one each, isn't it? Because we've had somebody who was pretending to be somebody else has gone out and somebody that's pretending yep. that is just being themselves has gone. So it's pretty even Stevens at the moment. One thing I did like about him going is he got to meet up with Aiden. And they had that kind of burgeoning love affair 
going on in there. And it could have been like the rom romance of the century. And I hope they do get together and go down the line and have kids together. And when the kids one day look up at them and go, Mum, Dad, what were your first words to each other? Aidan can look down and go, fuck my balls. <laughs> Which is a beautiful first line to speak to your future partner, isn't it? It's like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. I, and the thing is now forever, whenever somebody says, you know, will you whisper those three little words in my ear? <laughs> That's what's going to come out. I mean, we did have a bit of drama in today's episode as well, didn't we? There was obviously some people are trying to, are starting to suspect other people are maybe doing the catfishing thing and there's little clues kind of bubbling away but the real drama came from the fallout between sean and kate aka alex who had a little bit of a barney over who was truly responsible for blocking mitchell and getting him kicked out in the first place and it was like one of those awkward horrible arguments you have with people over text messages where it's all a little bit passive aggressive and it's all a little bit interpreted the wrong way by the people on the other end but it got a little bit tense for a minute yeah very much so and i think this is where alex's downfall is going to come about now he's been very much enjoying being the influencer twice in a row but obviously mm. with that position of power comes the having to make a decision have to make the choice and even though it's between two of them he's been involved in two people leaving the house so far or the the, the circle so far so um that draws a lot of attention to him i think the other problem he's going to have is that he's so into being kate he's not mm. thinking about a bigger picture i don't think he's thinking that anybody else is lying i think he's he's so into pretending to be somebody else he's not got enough brain space to think that somebody else might be catfishing I think he has questioned a few things that people are saying, but he is so good at being Kate. He is so good at being a girl. Even in the argument, he nailed being a girl perfectly by storming out of the argument before it was finished. I mean, I'm sure if you questioned him later, he'd just go, I'm not upset. It's not what you said. It's the way that you said it. And then he just wouldn't say anything else. So he's kind of nailing it every single time. And it did cause me the question, how is anyone going to catch him out in this? I don't really see that anyone's going to want to meet him because although he's successful, he's not building real bonds with people. And you can't really, he's a, I mean, you, you said it before, it's, he's a little bit vanilla to kind of create any reaction or before this episode, he looked like he was a bit too vanilla to create any reaction that people are actually going to get him out of there. Yeah, well, he's kind of playing it safe. And I do, honestly don't think he's suspecting anybody else. I think he's just sowing seeds of doubt in other people. It doesn't matter who, mm. whether they are real or not, for him to just say, oh, I think they're fake. And then what I thought was very clever, as soon as Aiden said he came around and Mitchell was real, straight away Alex was in there was going, I knew it! And he didn't know it at all. Didn't know it at all. Mm. He's just playing the game. And he's playing the game very well. But I think the cracks are starting to show. He's starting to struggle under the pressure. And the big one, not just the... the, the obviously, that row was just between the three of them. But he was a little exposed to the whole group when they played the game today, and he didn't know who Little Mix were. Yes, well, let's talk about that, because there was a game played, and you mentioned cracks starting to show, and the cracks showed in Kate's persona and also in Christopher's persona. So I just want to prove that this game isn't as easy as maybe some people think. I'm going to describe to you a famous person. I want to see if you can guess who it is. Okay. I'm not going to describe it in the same way as they described people, because... Yeah, I... I'd like you to do it better than Sean described. <laughs> a middle-aged um, man. Jackman. <laughs> well, it was... Do you know what? Like, If we were playing this at Christmas, I would not have had her descriptions. Like, She had to describe Elsa, and she described them as 
like this is describing how someone looks and she says cartoon film ice that is not how someone looks they're just words connected with that person so i'm i'm going to play it properly okay okay all right big pink face haystack on top of his head big pink face that could have been me haystack on top <laughs> haystack on top of his head jedward no it's not jedward older gentleman Jedward's dad? Very punchable. Very punchable. Potentially responsible for the downfall of Western civilization. Nigel Farage. No. Uh, Boris Johnson. Donald Trump, I'm talking oh, about. Okay. So it's not as easy as maybe. I mean. Why is it? Oh, good. He's got an orange face. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. It depends on the uh, color settings on your computer monitor, I guess. But probably orange is a more accurate color than pink. So it's not that easy. So we can kind of excuse them getting it wrong maybe but the big drama was who could and couldn't identify little mix yeah so sean playing christopher who's her granddad and is 65 year old uh, obviously got too excited about playing the game and gave a really good description to little mix where she'd struggled with things before and Mm. so she'd very cleverly when she was describing hugh jackman she didn't say the greatest showman because she didn't think it was the kind of film that her granddad would have seen. Yep. So that was very clever. But then she lost her filter, she lost her cool, and said a few things that made it like very aware that she knew who Little Mix were because mm. she said that they've just been on tour. Obviously she's been to see them and then covered it by saying, Oh my my great niece went to see them. Yeah, she was very clued up for a sixty seven year old man. But I mean I thought, okay, that's fair enough picking up that because she knew too much about Little Mix, potentially she wasn't the older gentleman she was pretending to be. The fact that because Kate didn't know who Little Mix was from a clue for female pop stars or whatever it was, to go, well, she's she's clearly lying. She's clearly pretending to be someone else. I mean, that's some Sherlock Holmes shit going on there, isn't it? There's no, how the hell did they manage to deduce that from that? Well, I think they're getting to the stage where they're all just a little bit paranoid now and they're starting to actually think that you know anything that they don't like or seem suspicious is they're mm. fake they're fake and they're almost becoming you just mentioned donald trump they're almost becoming donald trump so anything that they don't like they're just going <laughs> fake news there's fake a news. Hell, of, hell of a channel four show there where yeah. the contestants all slowly become donald trump and eventually you're left with eight contestants in a flat who are all donald trump <laughs> well there was there was a few uh tweets about this as well just pick one of them out ali at ali mesk said, personally offended that everyone is upset that Kate slash Alex doesn't know who Little Mix is at 25 slash 26. I'm the same age, and I couldn't tell you who they are. Laughing face. Well, could you? Could you name me any of Little Mix? I know who they are as a concept, but I don't know who any of the individuals are. No. (laughs) So are you really a 25-year-old girl at all, Al? And so are you pretending to be someone else? Leave group chat. (laughs) Right, let's talk about the new contestant that's been thrust into the house before we go. A psychic. And that, I mean, that's a hell of a ballsy move to claim you're a psychic and go into a show like this. No, no, no. That's not the ballsy move. The ballsy move is not to say I'm a psychic. The ballsy move is to say I'm a big fan of Nigel Farage. (laughs) Yeah, you're not winning over your... I mean, if it was a public vote, do you think he would have made that same statement? I mean, he would have got 51% of the population behind him, but 49% wouldn't have. Well, the thing is, you often find with the contestants that they find for these shows, they often have something slightly controversial. And I think that's just Mm. to build the dynamic 
for the show. So, you know, there, there is significant differences between the people in there. And I, I, I think his, his love for Nigel Farage is possibly stronger than his psychic ability. Although, actually, he, he did quite well with some of his psychic um, nuances right at the very beginning. Did he? he? he well, because he, he, he sat there and he went, um, he looked at the thing and he said, oh, I don't think Christopher's... I don't. I don't think Christopher is who he is. Well, of course he. He's been watching it on TV for five years. <laughs> and then, well, we're assured that he, he's not been doing that. He's been kept, kept isolated. Right. And then he, he said, "Oh, I'm sensing there's a bit of a tension between Sean and Aiden." But then, considering that he's supposed to be able to communicate with the other side, when he had mm. Freddie on the other side of the wall, he was like, "Well, beforehand, he thought he's a bit of a ladies' man," and then he didn't clock that Freddie had no idea what Range Rover he doesn't have. No. That was a hell of a grab, wasn't it, by Freddy to pull the fact that he was asked what Range Rover he had and he just guessed Evoke and it happened to be the name of a Range Rover. I mean, that that's some... I'm not sure he spelt it right. I, do you know what? I checked that because I thought it was spelt differently and I checked it online when he said it and he did. He absolutely nailed it. Oh. Whether he dictated it or not, I don't know whether that was sort of in predictive messaging in the circle. Who knows? But you know what? The thing about... There was a lot of comments on the volume that Freddie has. Yeah. Surely, in that scenario, when they are sitting opposite each other in a wall, he's got to be able to hear him, hasn't he? Unless they are those buildings aren't actually opposite each other and they are spread throughout that massive tower block they've got. Maybe we need to get as our next guest. We need to get like a structural engineer on and. Um, in fact, we need to make a list of who we need to get on. So we should get a structural engineer or some kind of sound engineer. We should get a nutritionist to talk us talk through us about the dangers of the bacon <laughs> diet. And uh, probably it'd be a good idea to get a psychologist on here as well. Yeah, I like all those things. Right, we'll go and make that list. Also, I want to find someone on the inside because I've got a theory that, you know, we were talking about the internal monologues that everyone has. They talk yeah. through their actions yeah, yeah, yeah. as they're doing them and their thought processes. I think there is a producer in each flat with them asking them direct questions and getting answers. So they're kind of going, what do you make of that? What are you thinking about? Why did you send that text for at least a speaker somewhere? And that also explains why we don't get a live feed of all the action. It's not, not just because it would be a slow and laborious and you wouldn't be able to edit out all the little bits where they're busy typing away. But I think there's people prompting them in there, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. It's just, I think that's one of the things that, that gets them that end result. I suppose it's the way to make the, the good TV. Well, while you've been looking at the possible conspiracy theories about the whole show. I've been trying to look at it in a more holistic way and see what lessons I can take from the series so far or even from the individual episodes. Okay, and what have you found? Well, I, just going off today's episode, it, it, it's the philosophy of Freddy. And uh, I think if Freddy was ever to leave and publish a book on how to win friends and influence people, the main thrust of his argument would be what we heard today, which is that the way to become popular is to threaten people into bum-licking you and making you an influencer. <laughs> Fuck my balls. Uh, right, <laughs> I think on that note, we should end today's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this show because we do a new podcast after every single episode to get you bang up to date with everything that's going on in the circle. And of course, if you've enjoyed the show, please let your circle-loving friends know all about it. Bye. Leave group chat. <laughs>